The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and there you're going to see two videos. Uh, the one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you miss that, uh, you can catch that up until 3 p.m. today, at which time he'll be live in that little area. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button. Blow it up whatever device you got there. And then look for the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. Join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble. Got some friends over there already this morning. Good to see you guys at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. So if you want to catch it, you, the live feed, you can catch it there as well. 
and also on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. And we appreciate those guys giving us a platform over there also. Uh, right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com, you can sign up for our email newsletter. Again, that goes out once uh, a day uh, between 7 and 8 usually Eastern in the evening. And that's all the articles we have at sonsoflibertymedia.com, including the morning show archive. Okay, so if you see something in here, you see the video, you see whatever, uh, that will be in the archive. You can pick that up. You can also get the podcast. So if you don't want to watch it, you just want to listen, you can do that too. That'll be available in the archives. And then finally, sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you agree with our message, uh, you can help keep us out there on the internet, the radio, and out among the 50 states in which we go out and teach our Christian constitutional heritage. And you want to help us do that, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And we appreciate you guys very much in uh, keeping us out there doing what we're doing. I want to give you uh, two quick videos. This is from my article the other day on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And um, he, well, let's take the first one first. Uh, he's talking about uh, Tony Fauci, obviously, and uh, says how he's been working with the Pentagon since 2002 in the development of bioweapons uh this is fairly this is fairly new information that's come out from him uh with regard to uh, fauci and uh, his involvement in specifically his ties with the department of defense so take a listen the pentagon was very worried about actually launching a full-blown bioweapons arms race because they said nobody you know this is very sketchy the patriot act you know exemptions are very sketchy and people don't even know about it and so they didn't want to do it so they took the money that cheney gave them 2.2 billion dollars and they funneled it through nih and it all went through anthony fauci so beginning in 2002 anthony fauci got a 68 percent raise from the pentagon for doing bioweapons development and he got a raise of billions of dollars a year to do it. And then he started building, doing, that's when they started doing all this gain of function. And then in 2014, three of those bugs escaped in high profile escapes from different labs in the United States. Fauci to build all these new labs at BU at Galveston to do, the, to do his shenanigans. And so four or three of the bugs escaped and they, they received publicity in a small box and a lot of really bad things. And then Congress held hearings on it. Everybody was angry. These bugs escaped and 300 scientists, top scientists, sent letters to Obama saying, you've got to shut down Anthony Fauci because he's going to create a pandemic. And so Obama ordered a moratorium. And at that time, Fauci had 18 different uh, gain-of-function experiments he was doing around the United States. But, uh, Obama ordered him to shut them all down, but he didn't. He instead moved his stuff offshore to Wuhan, where he could do it out of sight of these 300 scientists and nosy White House officials who were trying to shut him down. And they continued to do it with Ralph Barrick, the same people he was funding here, Ralph Barrick who, and Peter Dayzak, and they moved their operations to the Wuhan lab. Okay. All right. So we know this, but, but, the, but going back in his ties with the DOD, and then on top of that, uh, you know, talking about these things getting out of the lab and so, see, I told you, this is coming from your government. This isn't coming from China. 
See, that's in the news now. The, the, the Mockingbird media is letting that up as though, oh, yeah, we can point our finger at China. No, no, no. It's in our backyard. See, the dictators are here that are affecting us. Not Chinese. They're here. The whole thing of what's going on over the past three years came from here. Didn't come from China. Came from it. Yeah, sure. Is he paying those guys for gain of function? Do it. Yeah. Where did it come from? Right here. This is where it came from. This is the second part. Now we did an interview. Um, 2020 is what I want to say. We had the guys from the 9/11 architects and engineers, I believe it was, uh, who talked about the anthrax attack that came about two weeks before uh, 9/11. Which, by the way. What's what's uh, RFK talking about here? He's talking about what happened after 9-11. If you remember right, the day before 9-11, the Pentagon comes out and says, we don't know where 2.1 or $2.3 trillion went to, and you never heard anything after it because 9-11 took over that story, didn't it? Mm -hmm. And uh, so now we've got this going on. Now, listen to how he ties in the uh, the CIA with those anthrax attacks, and look who they were against. After the anthrax attacks in 2002, the, um, the, the Pentagon, the Patriot Act was passed. You know, the anthrax was sent to the two guys who were blocking the Patriot Act, Patrick Leahy and, um, and by the way, the anthrax, FBI found after the anthrax was used by the neocons to and the CIA to get us into Iraq. You know, the, George Tenet, the head of the CIA, said, told George Bush it's a slam dunk. He has, you know, these weapons of mass destruction. George W. Bush said the worst mistake that he made in the presidency was believing the head of the CIA. They wanted to go to war. And we went to war because of that anthrax attack, because obviously Saddam had nothing to do with 9-11. But a week after 9-11, they sent the anthrax. Now, the anthrax, they sent it to the two guys who were blocking the Patriot Act. So they, they took the Patriot Act off the shelf, 350 pages on 9-11, and said, we got to pass this. If you're a Patriot, you got to vote for it. Nobody read it. The two guys who were trying to block it get the anthrax. It shuts down Congress. Two days later, they pass the, basically by acclamation, they pass the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act had in it not only all of these assaults on, you know, the Constitution, but it also had a section that said um, the Geneva Convention and the Bioweapons Charter are still in effect, but no federal official can be prosecuted for violating them. <laughs> you hear that? The bioweapons arm race that had been shut down in, by Nixon in 1969 when he ordered all bioweapons destroyed and Fort Detrick closed. Now, the FBI investigated where this came from, but it took them, by the time they figured it out, we had already passed the Patriot Act, and we were in war, an $8 trillion war in Iraq that the neocons and the CIA wanted. What did the FBI say? The FBI said that the anthrax was Ames anthrax, and the only place it could have come from was the CIA lab in Fort Detrick. See there? And so your own government, um, it's it's clear that that somebody associated with the Pentagon or the CIA had something to do with that anthrax because nobody had had access to it except those groups. OK. All right. And I apologize for the uh, for those viewing uh, RFK is his mouth isn't going along with the word. Sorry, but that's not your it's not your screen. It's just the way it was recorded anyway. 
The point is, is your government did it. Then they wrote it in the law. Oh, you can't hold us accountable. Oh, yeah, Geneva Convention is good, but you can't hold us accountable if we're doing things, naughty things that we aren't supposed to do. They kill Americans. Okay, we, you can't hold us accountable. That's what they wrote in the law. Can you believe this? And you think I'm silly for saying it's corrupt top to bottom. As Thomas Jefferson said in the Declaration of Independence, it needs to be abolished. That's what it needs to be. Fumigate the whole place. Get everybody out of D.C. No representatives. No more tyranny over the people. Get it out of here. Now, that's on a large scale. What we're going to talk about this morning is on a much smaller scale, okay, with a family, basically a family, and it's happening out with a Montana police department, by the way. And you guys remember we had Jesse Boyd and we had his daughter and her fiance on, um, I don't know, what was it a couple of months ago, maybe? And we were talking about what happened to them in Montana. You may recall uh, Jesse is the guy uh, and his team. They walk, they're from North Carolina. They were walking across America with a cross and a flag. And uh, during uh, some kind of encounter that happened there in Montana, uh, Jesse and his family were attacked by a gentleman. Should I use the term gentleman if he's attacking them? By a guy uh, there. And uh, so what had happened was they got into a uh, a tussle there. Uh, Jesse had to draw his weapon. He felt like his life was in danger. His his family's life was in danger, the way this guy was behaving. And uh, they got in a tussle. And uh, he had to put a little whooping on the guy. But he was in the good old boy network there in Montana. We played you some video. We're going to play some more video today because there's some other things that have come out. There's a there's a leaker or a whistleblower. I don't know which one we want to call him, but they're providing some of this body cam information and uh, Jesse called me or he texted me the other day. He says, hey, we got some other information that's just come out. Would you be interested in carrying that? And I said, sure, uh, because what we want to do is we want to help them. We want to help expose the corruption that's going on right there in that Mon Montana uh, police department. Most people would think Montana, isn't that where all the good guys go and stuff? Yeah, there's there's a lot of good guys out in Montana. There really are. But there's a lot of corruption out there, too. And uh, just like in it, pretty much every state that you get into, you're going to find pockets of this stuff. And this is what we're finding here. So today, Jesse's not joining me, uh, but some of his team is uh, Matthew Boyd and Brandon Gwaltney. And they're joining me this morning. It's my privilege to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, uh, Matthew and uh, Brandon. Good to see you guys. Good to see you. Good morning. Yeah, good, morning. good to have you on. I'm glad that you guys were able to get up and come on with us uh, this morning. So let's uh, let's backtrack a little bit. You've got some new video. We're going to play sections of these. Um and folks, I'm going to tell you, just uh, bear with me, because let me just put it this way. One of these officers has a mouth on him, and I can't possibly bleep out every little thing he did for as much stuff as we got here. So I'm going to do my best to kind of go <clears throat> or whatever, okay, for when, if I perceive that he's fixing to say something. But some of this stuff is vitally important so that you see what the officers knew at the time of the arrest. And you'll notice that they arrested the foreigners, if you will, the guys from out of state. They, they arrested those guys, but they didn't arrest the guy who attacked them. So I'm going to let these guys kind of set it up here. Uh, Matthew, Brandon, whichever one of you guys want to go. The first one we got coming up, uh, we got about one, two, three, four, five, six, about six or seven clips that we're going to play this morning. And uh, if you guys want to kind of set up, what's, what's the new information for people that they're going to be seeing in some of these clips? that we didn't have the last time that we brought Jesse and his family on? Uh, well, I, I guess, you know, to be clear, this stuff didn't come, you know, from, did not come from Jesse. I just want to make that clear. It came from right. 
from other people. Um, but uh, I think what you'll see here is um, you're going to see the, the the man, you know, Bradley Terrell uh, being interviewed or uh, you'll see him talking with uh, the police officers and he's got his, you know, buddies or his goons from the uh, hotel that have come down. Um, I know in one of these clips, you'll see them kind of standing around and they're just colluding or trying to get their story straight. The officer, uh, uh, there's a vast difference in the way it was handled with the four missionaries where they were all interviewed separately. They were all taken and put apart separately and interviewed one at a time and their stories all matched. And here you've got here you've got Bradley Terrell and his friends all being interviewed together, taking their stories together in a group and watching them correct themselves and, you know, fix the stories, you know, change things that are being said. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you could write this stuff. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's absolutely insane. What, what we're, what you're watching here go on. Uh, so I know that's one of the clips that um, has not been out there. Um, I'm not sure of which the other ones are, but I know that that one's a pretty big, important one. Uh, I know you will see the interviews with the four missionaries, which I know was not released. Mm-hmm. You know, those I know those are available, you know, where you can actually see each one of them interviewed and you can see how their stories um, all match up. Um and at the end, the video that everybody has seen where all the officers are standing around trying to figure out what to do with these uh, SOB inter- uh, missionaries, um, that's where, uh, you know, they're they're like basically saying, well, all four of their stories match. So they must have they must have planned this or they must have uh, rehearsed this. It just blows my mind. It's like you've got you got the stories that match, and those are rehearsed, and you've got Bradley Terrell and the other guys standing around correcting each other, trying to get their story straight, and that's the one that's believable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah, it absolutely is. Look, we've we've got about uh, let's see, there's going to be six or seven minutes. I'm going to go ahead and play this first one, and uh, for people who uh, want to check it out, we will have in the archives. It's a the uh, the whole the entire montage of the body cam footage is about an hour and six minutes so it's really long i could sit here and just finish up the show and just play the video and we'd have a whole show by itself but we're going to play about six or seven minutes here and i'm going to try to watch the language here for it but i apologize if i can't but but understand this is this is these are public servants mm-hmm. who, are, who are using this kind of language and who are behaving like this this <laughs> this the p i think the people on a personal level, I think they need to hear it. I think they need to see what these guys are doing because out of the out of the heart or out of the mouth, the heart out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Excuse me, as Jesus said. And so, if yeah. this guy is is so vile in his in his language, imagine what else he's doing when he's not on camera. Take a listen to this, and you guys on the video platforms, you'll see the body cam footage here. Then I, then I got pissed. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, here. At least it's giving me something here. Okay, so. The kid come over, then I grabbed him by the hoodie. I had two of them. Then I, then I got pissed. Mm-hmm. Then I was, I fucking okay, all right. So the 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 text is up here. This is the guy who claims he was attacked. Right, fellas? 
Yes, sir. That's correct. Yeah. This is the guy who claims he attacked and he said he had him down. He said, I had him tackled over there. I was beating the crap out of him on the bottom over there. So he's admitting yep. his assault here, isn't he? Yes. Correct. All right. Okay. I went and ran him down. I had him tackled over there. I was beating the shit right out there. the bottom over there. The kid come over. Then I grabbed him by the hoodie. I had two of them. Then I, then I got pit. Mm-hmm. Then I was right, right, right. So it's. Again, he's saying the same things over and over here, and he's showing what he did. You sure you don't want? I'm I'm fine. As I say, it would make me feel better. Just no, I know. And one just for them to say that they came out and checked you out. Honestly, I played sports all my life. I I know if I had a concussion or something. I really don't. I got punched in the nose. That's that's what happened. Okay, you didn't bite your tongue. I got I got a pubby lip, but I didn't bite my tongue. Okay. And this is all the blood here. That's just all from you cleaning up and after the fact. That was me standing there talking on the phone when they were okay. still here. You are awesome. You guys did awesome. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> well. So I'm going to say that you're on scene so that we can see you. And then it was a two caliber over and under. I think I yeah. think the suspects actually called my partner and said they have it stowed. So. Okay. Yeah. It's some sort of a two barrel pistol Derringer type thing. Um, he didn't see anything else. As far as like a rifle or anything like that, but okay, Derringer style. And okay. it's it sounds like it was the the couple with the cross and the flag. Um, they were involved, and for your records, I have seen them. I've seen them walk in the highway multiple times from down in Idaho over the past ten days. Um, okay. So they're definitely quote unquote transients. <laughs> Wow. Transients, really? If you're walking on the road, you're a transient. I hope this guy learned something from Rambo. Did he watch that? Yep, he was. He's uh, he's just here, and he said they came up. He's never seen them before in their life. Said stuff that Montanans were a bunch of pussies and baby killers, and he just said, "Hey, you guys can leave," and they just attacked him. I'll get IDs from everybody, and uh, I'll get that to you here in a second. And that guy never heard any of that either. Cool. Well done. Thank you. Yep. I'll just I'll hang here till a deputy shows up in case these guys come back so that <clears throat> Yeah. Crazy people. Yeah, and yeah, and just so you know the sergeant just did call for radio silence, so Okay. We're good. Perfect. I'll, call I'll you if I have to. How about that? That works for me. Um either that or I'll just do things right. on uh cell phone. Radio silence. Now why yes, would you do that's that? That's good to me. I love the cell phone. You got it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Be yep. safe. Bye. Continue your tyranny on our behalf. We would like you to do that. And now he's messing with his phone and he's messing with his computer. And I don't know if we need to jump forward. Oh, no, he's making another call here. Hey, this is FG32. Hey, could you start me an agency assist CAD for Madison County Sheriff's Office at my location for assault with a firearm? Um, Madison County deputies just did a felony traffic stop on the vehicle involved, and I'm um, with the victim that got the hell kicked out of him, and two witnesses as well. Wow. Mm. Now, understand what he's just communicated. Remember what happened at the first? And he's talking about this guy, Brandon. Is it Terrell? Is that his last name? Bradley. Bradley Bradley Terrell. Okay. So Bradley just admitted to the cops previously. That he had him down on the ground. He had a couple of kids yeah. by the hoodie. He's beating the crap out of him. And um, 
but he's the victim. Just just keep that in mind. When I came up here. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. All right. Um, and I am code four. I'm good right now. So. <laughs> But they're all doing okay too. Or? Yeah, yeah, Madison. They've got, I think they've got four deputies up there. Um, okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> these people that I've literally seen hitchhiking from Idaho into Montana. One's they're not hitchhiking. A, a U.S. flag upside down on a pole. The other one's carrying a cross. And I guess this guy is supposed to be a law enforcement officer. He doesn't even know what a transient is. He doesn't know what a hitchhiker like, is. Free to leave the state, and they just sucker punched him and. Like just started beating the hell out of him and then pulled a gun on him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I know. But nothing about him beating them. Okay. Well, I mean, hmm. that's enough information. I right. So. No, I understand there are parts here. Yes. Just walk me through it real quick. I was coming back from Virginia City, coming back to get my work done. They come. I had to come all the way around him, and I, as I told Officer Poole, I could barely get by, but I asked them more so that they weren't blocking in just to my business and to the subdivision. And they said uh, they weren't blocking it. So listen, guys, if, if someone comes with a boat on or an RV tries to get in there, they just can't get in. Mm -hmm. Just kept smarting off. And I said, listen, just just flee. Just go. And he said something. And I, and I told him. I don't remember what he said, but he pissed me off. And I got out of the truck. And I went around the truck, and he had a pistol pointed right in my face. kid's hoodie over the top of it. I had his head in the snow. This guy still hit me. And I told him, he's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing the victim. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Could you guys tell who was from? I know it was hard from your vantage point, but oh no, we have binoculars. We were watching the elk. Gotcha. So, um, I mean, we could see everything. So, driver pulled the gun on you. Did somebody? Did, was the driver the first one to get out of the car and come at you, or? <clears throat> So they're already out of the car. Yeah, they're okay. already out of the car. And then I just said something through the window, like, hey, can you not block the driveway? And he got squirrely, and I, I can't tell you honestly, but all, cause once the adrenaline so, started, I don't yeah. know. So right before he showed up, those three kids finally made it. They're here. Okay. And then they were, They know, were just standing, the kids were standing towards the back of the vehicle. Right now. And he was telling me, I'm going to keep you from going towards those kids. I said, I've not made one, one move towards those kids. I'm standing out here in front with two of them. Two of them out here. The kids are in the back. He hand, like I said, he hands the gun out to the other kid, and then and by kids, there are two two boys and a girl. I, I don't know. It was a little boy and a little girl. Yeah, okay. the girl. I I visually seen the girl. I got to that party late, so I have there's five people detained, but I don't know what all five people are. Right. So that's <laughs> right. Trying to, exactly. I think there's three kids. Well, I saw two days off. When, when I finally threw my boots on, I was looking at the binoculars, watching, and the girl is sitting there over top of. Okay. All right. So you get the idea. Now, guys, what's going on here? Am I missing something? Or are they allowing these guys to kind of set the narrative themselves here with this officer? And it looks like they got two or three different points of view. Some things seem to be the same, but there's a lot of different stuff going on. It's almost like the three guys, this experience happened to them all uh, at a different time from one another is what it sounds like is coming out of their mouth. What are you guys making out of this? 
Well, they, they've set the entire narrative against um, our missionaries. Uh, you even hear the discourse of the officers speaking one with another uh, as they're trying to fabricate the story against our missionaries. And uh, uh, they're pitting it all in the favor of the aggressor. And what amazes me is we've shared the gospel in 40 plus nations um, from India, Nepal, Israel, China, Canada, Peru, many other nations on this long walk. The reason we've been in America instead of out of the country was because of COVID and it shutting everything down. And we refused to mask. We refused the vaccines and all that mess. And so we started walking there at Cape Hatteras. But anyhow, we have walked 5,543 miles through 17 states, 210 counties, and have had 2,586 encounters for the gospel, where the gospel of Jesus Christ has been clearly presented. And in all of those countries and in all of those miles, not once have we been treated in a manner like this. And what's sad is law enforcement in third world countries has treated our men better has come to the defense of our men better. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a very sad situation where that our men were attacked. And as far as drawing the weapon, I do firmly believe that our missionaries were uh, in the right and showed great mercy. The difference in them and me is I would not have put the gun down. They put the gun down and uh, then were attacked by Brad. And that's what these men did. It's, it's an inside job. They are friends with uh, Brad and uh, know him to the point that one of them drives Jesse Boyd's son to Brad Terrell's property, leaves his son in the vehicle unattended. Yep, we're going to play that. Collaborating with Brad Terrell as his son is bawling his eyes out and says they sided with the man that started this. It is wicked, atrocious acts. Mm -hmm. While even the Republicans in the state of Montana, the AG, the others that have run on gun rights, all these other things have sat on their hind ends and done absolutely nothing. It's talk. It's politics. They're not for you. And I agree with you from the very start. The The only uh, uh, answer for this nation is dismantling from the top down. But anyhow. Amen. Amen. Yeah. No. And I see those things that are going on here. So we got another clip we're going to play. This one's about a minute. And uh, this one's got Jesse in it. So let's 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 take a look at what this is. I've never had this happen. What's up to deal with a gun? Um, I've just always carried one for self-defense. Nothing wrong with that. Did you... Nothing wrong with that. With it? No, other than when he was threatening, my friend did ask him for it because he did seem very threatening. So I did take it up my holster and give it to him, but I didn't... Other than that... And this is, Car uh, this is Carter. He was on last time with to your friend. Yes. What's your friend's name? Jesse. Jesse what? Boyd. Boyd. Did Jesse use it? No. Did he do anything with it? He, he did brandish it. Like what do you mean by say, brandish? I would just say he the guy was the guy had backed up but still appeared threatening and he just had it in his hand and just said, you know, don't come, don't do anything. You know, mm -hmm. you know that's actually against the law, right? It's not. To do that. No, to pull that weapon out and no, to display like that, that is it's illegal to do that. No, it's not. You know that, right? No, sir. Yeah. No, it's mm -hmm. not. It really isn't. And let me add let me add something else. Montana law protects people doing that. They have an actual law that does that. We showed that last time that Jesse and his family on it. Plus, these cops, let me ask you guys something. Have you, you guys have seen a lot of the the videos of some of the cops that that we've seen that we report on who act lawlessly, mm -hmm. okay? And those guys have no problem pulling out a gun on somebody who hasn't shown a gun or anything. They have no problem discharging 
you know, multiple rounds, emptying yeah. entire magazines into people who are unarmed. Mm -hmm. And um, is it against the law for them to do that? Well, it is, but nothing's ever done to them. This this thing right here where he's asking uh, Carter about this, uh, what you guys probably are pretty much aware of it. I can't remember the exact uh, Montana statute, but it was it was perfectly fine for him if he felt his life was in danger to pull that weapon. And the fact that he wasn't looking to commit a crime by actually putting the gun away when things toned to try to, you know, de-escalate things should show good faith from Jesse and his team, right? Absolutely. And uh, Montana is not only a right to carry state, it is a stand your ground state. Um, our missionaries are trained uh, properly through the state of North Carolina. We have got um, concealed carry permits. So, you know, have a stamp of approval from North Carolina. But when the man got out of his vehicle, highly agitated, Jesse drew his weapon because he didn't know what the man was getting out, if he had a weapon or not. And when Jesse clearly saw that Brad did not have a weapon, he put his weapon, he put his gun down. And that's when Brad Terrell proceeded to pummel uh, Jesse Boyd. And um, our missionary showed great, great restraint in this <laughs> that Brad only suffered what that he did. So. Yeah, well, I mean, his yeah, and the, and the kids got involved. We we talked with Bethany, and uh, I think she she went over there with a flagpole or something uh, to help her dad out. And you know what? Yeah, and I say, what's wrong with that? Kids, yeah, well, kids, well, seeing your dad getting beat, and you're just going to sit back. No, good for her uh, for absolutely. getting up and, and going and trying to help her dad. Good for her. In Montana, specifically, allows for that. I mean, if you see someone who's in danger, yep. you're allowed to act on their behalf. I mean, that's what's so crazy. But when you watch the watch these videos and and really I had to go back and watch them a couple of times mm. because it just you the, you see the setup, you see what they're doing and how they're using language. You know, they're calling them suspects from the very beginning. Yep. They don't they haven't even done an investigation and they're referring to them as suspects. They're ignoring things that have been said by Bradley Terrell and basically they're creating the narrative themselves and all oh, he, he, if you notice the, 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 I think that was the warden, warden I don't, or not warden, but whatever the, it wasn't even a police officer, but whoever's making that phone call in at the beginning, he's saying that, you know, they got into a confrontation with Bradley Terrell, started fighting, then pulled a gun out. So you can see how it, it, words mean something, mm -hmm. and they're twisting the words around yeah, and sure. setting things up incorrectly. Like, that's not what happened. And I think one of the biggest things from the very beginning for me, case closed, closed the book. Bradley Terrell got out of his truck, period. It's over. Like, you know, if there's, if, even if Jesse was yelling at him, if he was cussing at Bradley Terrell, which I know is not he true. Wasn't. Uh, even if he was doing all that in a matter of like in the moment of aggression for Bradley Terrell to exit his vehicle to then come at Jesse, you have now become the aggressor. Yes. And I don't know how like that's to me is like that's as simple as it can be. Mm. Like you know, you got out of your vehicle, period. Like all you had to do is put your vehicle and drive and leave. Yeah. Yeah, he could have just he could have just drove up to his place there and yeah. uh, and and made a call to the cops, couldn't he? And yeah, and if you look at the footage of where that our uh, support vehicle was parked, 
uh, it was not blocking a drive. Um, I'm a bivocational pastor and I also work for a trucking company. I could have got a Peterbilt 379 with a 53 foot trailer in there, backed it in, whatever. So that was a lie fabrication of a story. And so these men are just trying their best to find a, to justify uh, a means in which to put our uh, transient vagabonds, which are driving a new Subaru that don't even make sense from North Carolina, transient vagabonds uh, in prison for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. The SOB evangelists is what they referred to. Them. Well, yeah. yeah, there's there's no doubt that there is an antagonism towards Christianity in this and yeah. sort of a mocking tone that we saw in some of the videos we played uh, when mm -hmm. Jesse and his family are. This is the next one that Jesse um, told me to go to in the timestamp. We've got a couple of these to go to. And then, guys, I'm going to uh, just for the audience again, this will be up in the archive so you can see the whole thing. There's lots more than what we're going to play here. Uh, but these are the ones that Jesse felt like they were. Uh, probably, I guess, the most poignant. Uh, here's the next clip. Eric, you want to step out for me? Yes, sir. And watch how they arrest them. Eric, they take them out of handcuffs, and then they put a belly band around them, too. And I'm going to put this belly band on instead, okay? Okay. you going to comply with me? Yes, sir. I sure hope you do, because I, I sure would hate it if you didn't. I will. So what's going on here, Eric? And you, you see how the missionaries behave themselves. Okay. Put this one on the front. They conduct themselves with self-control. I mean, they could be all kinds of mad. You right guys now. are being arrested for ag assault. Okay. By the way, let's just bring this up. This is 45 5202 aggravated assault is knowingly causes serious bodily injury or death, punishable up to 20 years in prison. That's what these guys are facing and a $50,000 fine, but not for Mr. Terrell. Not, not for that guy. Unfortunately, when. Guns are pointed at people in the state of Montana, and well, pretty much anywhere in the United States. It's against the law. No, it's not. Okay. Guy needs to go back to law school if he ever went. And then when you guys put the boots to the old guy and bust him up pretty good, that's kind of a bad deal. Okay? He's got. Yeah, we're forgetting that he put all the boots to you. I have not double locked him. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Even though it's just a really bad deal. Even in a state of him coming at us, and well, let me ask you a question: Did he have a weapon at any point in time? Oh, come on! I do not. And so, how are you in fear for your life? How are you? All right, this little punk cop right here. If somebody came charging him without a weapon, do you think he's going to draw down on that guy? You know, daggum well, he's going to draw down on that guy. You're in fear for anybody else's life if he don't have a weapon. And none of you can make any statements. And, about and none of you can say what he said or what that made made you feel so threatened by the fact that he came at you upset that you're parked on his property he wasn't they weren't parked on his property yeah toting guns and whacking people with crosses and stuff is not the way to do it okay sorry not trying to pass judgment yeah well, you are have them sit back in here okay what's going to happen to the others officer they're all going to jail the only one's not going to jail is the little kid he's going to child protect services all right so and we know about montana and child protective services <clears throat> from our friend jim white at northwest liberty news so what do you guys make of this? Because we can play each of the things where they, they did uh, uh, this guy here. Uh, Eric, is that his name? I, I, didn't, I had not met him before. Carter, Bethany, each of them, all of them complied, didn't give a fuss or anything. They basically put this belly band on, make them look like they're some kind of prisoner. Or some, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. What do, what do you guys make out of this? Yeah, it's just they're, I mean, you, you're hearing it in there. They're, they're judge and jury. 
I mean, yep. they their job is to come to a scene, investigate what's going on in the scene, um, and make you know take notes and, and investigate what's happening. And and that is like they're just the guy said, I'm not trying to pass judgment. It's like what the, everything you just did was pass judgment. That's right. You passed judgment from the very beginning yep. and and have just rendered these people guilty. And then the fact that the guy, the officer is telling them that you can't draw a weapon on somebody anywhere in the United States is that's against the law is like the most unbelievable thing I've ever heard. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a law student and I know for a fact that that is not true. Well, and that's crazy. Montana, it's uh, it's the stand your ground law. It removes the duty to retreat before the use of force. Yep. And Montana, the law reads, it's the right of any person to keep and bear arms in defense of his own home, person, and property, or in the aid of the silver power. And it continues going. But anyhow, it clearly shows uh, Jesse was justified in the brandishing of the the weapon, as they want to state, as the angry Brad Terrell got out to show these men who's boss. You know, so... Mm. Yeah, let me correct something here. I got these timestamps here, not from we're not we're not going to attribute that to Jesse, um, but I've got these timestamps to bring these out because we want some clarity on what actually was going on. So that was my bad in saying that. Uh, but here is here's the other one where they make the arrest on Bethany as well. Check this out. Bethany, Bethany, yes, come on, step on out for me. Bethany, yes, sir. Are you going to be kosher with me here while I put this? belly chain on you and put handcuffs around the front side no not gonna resist you have to whack me okay can you well now we've got a problem with the video isn't that nice hopefully nobody pulled the video down okay all right i'm gonna have to re reset it i guess let's just see if it'll reset i don't know <coughs> Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna move back up so he here. Said he had Hang on just a second. And doing live radio here, so I've got to find my my timestamp that I have here again. Um, hmm, was in the fifty fives, I think. Let me move real quick. I apologize. Wasn't expecting for it just to shut out on me. Okay, we'll get right here. I think this is close enough. Put this belly chain on you and put handcuffs around the front side. No Not gonna resist. You don't have to whack me. No, I can't. Okay, can you lift your hands up just a hair? I only got one. Well, you have to put them in my Matt. So, Bethany, due to the circumstances surrounding the incident today, I'm going to have you put this in this handcuff here. And the other one. Same thing. Okay. So what's going on is you guys are all being arrested. Yes. Four people can't whack up on one guy, and he's got yes, quite a few sir. lacerations and stuff. Your dad pointed a gun at him. He doesn't have a gun. No one can say what kind of threatening stuff he stated yes, or how he made you guys feel like your lives were in okay. danger. So at the end of the day, you guys, that, put, that you guys put the... And by the way, Jesse did provide a statement. He said he was swearing, and then he got out of the truck and charged at me. I'm just reading that for the... Uh, for the radio audience here. to this old guy yes sir uh for what we know of as no apparent reason okay, okay yes, so is it yeah no apparent reason but jesse told him didn't he guys <laughs> didn't he tell him there was a reason that i did this yeah there was you know and 
I, I find it insane to me that these guys can determine what is threatening to me or anybody else. Like, who are they to determine what I find threatening or what yeah. I find scary or what I find? Okay, I feel like I'm I'm in trouble here, and and the officers say you can't feel that way. You can't feel that way because you you weigh 230 pounds, or you can't feel that way because you're a martial artist. You can't feel that way because you had a gun. I mean, it's just that is crazy. You're telling me that that an officer who goes out on duty, who who is armed to the teeth and shows up at a dispute, you're going to tell me that he is not afraid when he shows up because he doesn't know what's going to happen. And yet he's the one who has a weapon. So you're telling me, well, you shouldn't be afraid. Yeah. Because so you shouldn't be afraid at all. And these officers are basically saying that to these missionaries that, well, you, you can't be afraid because you don't, because he didn't have a weapon. And what I find amazing is in, when they ask Bradley Terrell and these gentlemen about whether they had a weapon or not, they just say, do you guys have a weapon? And they say no. And it's like, okay, well, that's it. That's the end of the investigation. They told us they didn't have one, so therefore they don't have one. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just from the very beginning all the way through this thing is just it is insane. It is and, insane. And he had a bloody nose. Yeah, and, and it's the serious, like serious bodily injury and the guy's got a bloody nose and a little cut on his face mm -hmm. and refusing medical attention and that constitutes serious bodily injury well and we when we played the video last time we yeah. had him going on there and the cop said well but this will help your case if you go you know yeah, get, your, exactly. get yourself checked out and stuff so yeah they're playing the sides on this too okay here's the next clip uh, just a phone and some gospel tracks and gloves in the pocket. Okay. Okay. Have we told you what's happening yet? Yes, sir. No. Let me hand these off to this fella here. So what's happening, uh, Carter, is you guys are all here. You guys are all going to jail today for aggravated battery on this uh, old fart with white hair, okay? Yes, sir. The reason is, four of you, all four of you went to whacking on them, okay? And at the end of the day, He's uh, sustained quite a few injuries. Well, good. I got punched in the nose. That's that's what happened. Okay. He's he bleeding all over the place. And it's mostly blood that's from your nose. There's a scratch right there. I just looked in the mirror. There's a scratch. Oh, scratching there. a bloody nose. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's just not really cool. Yes, sir. And he had a gun pointed at him. I'm gonna have you turn face this way just a little bit so I can take Didn't these off. Didn't shoot him. And he takes it out. Put it in the back. So, Carter, do you have any questions for me? Okay. All right. So, there are the arrests there. Uh, that's the last one. That that was uh, Carter. Of course, they did Jesse, too. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know if that's the next timestamp we're going to or whatever. But I know that uh, Jesse, uh, when they were doing this with him, they uh, he was just like, and he was. it was almost like an unbelievable moment for him that he would be arrested for... <clears throat> simply trying to defend himself and all of this it was just uh it was it was incredible now this next one they're going to bring uh, this one make you this one will make you want to grab somebody by the scruff of the neck i'm I'm just saying this is me i'm not putting words in you guys mouth this will make you want to grab somebody's scruff of the neck this is jesse's son they have driven uh, I, let me let me do this let me let you guys set this up because this is where his kids in the his, his son is in the back of a vehicle i think it's a truck here and they're taking him up to this guy's Brad's house. 
and they're leaving him in here. And this poor fella thinks he's never going to see his dad and his sister again. You want to set this up as this coming up here? Yeah, I mean, the officers basically come up to tell uh, Josiah that uh, they're all being arrested. And, um, you know, he's just basically telling them, you know, they're they're all going away and you're going to stay with me. We're going to hang out or whatever. And then proceeds to drive up to Bradley Terrell's uh, place of business where Josiah recognizes where they're at. And he just leaves him alone in in the truck. And while he goes in there and and basically, I don't know what else to call it, but colludes with the attacker with his body cam turned off, mind you, Mm -hmm. that all. So it's all done in secret, you know, whatever he's doing with him. And I mean, really, after this, he goes back and visits Bradley Terrell multiple times is what we know of. So. You know, it's it blows my mind. We were able to find and locate the code of conduct for uh, the sheriff's department, the deputies, uh, and it was it, they kind of try to keep it secret. But these guys have broken so many uh, codes of conduct. One of them was the use of foul language. Yeah, that they're not allowed to. While they are now, they are not allowed to use foul language while in uniform, and they're never to leave someone alone. Those yeah. two things. And they left a 12-year-old yeah. child alone in a vehicle at the attacker's residence or yeah. property. So uh, it just I can't even imagine for him, you know, that's my nephew, and it makes me very, very yeah. angry. Um, but, you know, at his age, 12 years old, you know, out there in the middle of nowhere, he's got no family, no friends, anything around, and every, everything's been taken away from him. And he's basically left there to just imagine what's going to happen. And and it's just beyond cruel. It's, and it's beyond cruelty. This is also after this 12-year-old has been held at gunpoint. Yeah. Made to get down in the snow as they cuff him. And it's to my understanding, he was cuffed in the back of this vehicle with his hands behind his back for a while before they uncuffed <laughs> him. So... Um, he's already gone through great a great deal of stress after seeing the mess uh, go on with his dad uh, being yeah. attacked. So, okay, all right. Here's that footage. Do you want to go to the RP or do you want me to? Let me back I it up. I think there was a little part, and then we'll let it run just a I little just bit. Let's, let's back this car. up, and then we'll, no we'll jump to that. Okay. Together, we'll go together. Holy cow. Kind of a bad deal, huh? All right. So this is going to be the part where they come up and then we'll move to the other timestamp here. Yep. So, bud, here's the deal, okay? So, your dad, your sister, and your dad's two friends, right? That's who you're with? Okay. Mm -hmm. They're all going to go to jail for beating that guy up, okay? (laughs) All right. Hey, hey. It's all right. Okay. So we've we've called um, the child services for Montana, and we're waiting to see where you're gonna go tonight. Okay. Okay. So that's what that's what's going on, bud. Okay. That would be the right. most okay. concerning thing to me right there. All right. Is okay. that that little boy goes to CPS Take in Montana? Breath, buddy. I know it. I know it's tough. All right. 
<laughs> Will I ever see them again? So it'll all get figured out, but but for tonight you're probably gonna be staying with somebody else, okay? Okay, will you tell them that I love them all? Yep, yep. I'll let them know that. Okay. So I will let them know that. All right. Can I grab you? If I have a napkin up there, would you like a napkin? No, thank you. I'm fine. Okay. Hold tight here for me, bud. All right? Okay. I'm just doing my job, Kyle Hitler. Yes, no, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. Hold tight here for me, bud. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Again, for those who can't see on the radio... This young man is just uh, beside himself because he doesn't think he's going to see his dad and his sister and his friends again. He really thinks that. Do you want to go to the RP or do you want me to? I can. It's up to you, bud. I can. I just have, I have the juvenile in my car. No problem. Okay. Okay. You want to go there? I'll go. I'll stay with these guys. Okay. Do we want to? You want me to just take two now with me, or we want to? Yeah. Take them with you. Two, 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 twenty-five, ten. We're code four, five, detained. Okay. And then we got something here. Uh, after emotionally abusing the twelve-year-old and also tampering with the witness, Deputy Jurgensky. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Drives back to the attacker's house. Leaves the child in the car alone for 11 <coughs> minutes. Horrific emotional and mental abuse. We're not going to play all that uh, here because we only got a few minutes that's that's left on here. Uh, but then he visited Terrell uh, four times in three days following the assault, all with his body and dash cams turned off. Why? Well, this is Madison County Sheriff's Department there in Montana. And uh, just to be clear, we've got about uh, 30 seconds or so here. I'm going to give to you guys our final word. Um, you want to leave this with something? that people can contact these guys or something, make their voice heard? Uh, I think if you look up uh, Long Walk USA, the Long Walk USA, you'll find you know, information. And I, I think I, I just want to say, you know, as a pastor here, Brandon, a pastor, both on the board, um, you know, I think what we have to do in situations like this is we have to take a stand and stand in place of people who are being treated with tyranny. Mm -hmm. Amen. We're, we're ready to, if we have to, uh, we're, we're already going to meet with our sheriff here locally. And, and, in a, in a, you know, I don't, I don't feel comfortable sending these, these missionaries back out there to this corrupt system. We have to stand around and we'll have to come get them. Amen. Amen. Matt and uh, Brandon, we appreciate you very much. By the way, Matt was the one who sent me the video and, and all of the relevant stuff. I gave that to Gypsy. I just want to make sure that we got that clear. I got that from Matt. Catch Bradley at 3. We'll see you in the morning, bright and early, 8 a.m. See you. Hang on, guys. That was good.